I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, today is normally Thursday Thunder, but it's going to be a long, full-length podcast today. Um, I told you the other day we're going to flip-flop it, and that's what we're doing. If this is your first time listening, you're probably wondering what an MF CEO is. Well, that stands for motherfucking CEO, all right? And whether you own a business or not, you are the CEO of your life. And while we are in the business category, in the entrepreneurship category, um, we are also a personal development uh, podcast. You know, being a successful entrepreneur embodies the core values that will help you be successful in every area of life. So don't be fooled to thinking that you have to own a business just because this is an entrepreneurship podcast. This is about becoming the motherfucking CEO of you. And that's my hope for this. That's why we call it a project. We call it a project because the reason I do this and the reason I do it for free is because I'm sick and tired of the way society lies to people and brings people up in a situation that isn't accurate, teaching them things that aren't the truth, teaching them how to operate in ways that will not cause them to find success. And people go out, they operate in these ways for 20 years, and they find themselves in a situation at 40 years old or older that they don't want to be in. And my hope with this movement, and that's what this is, this is a fucking movement, is to help everybody get right about how they go out and operate in the real world. So, One thing about this podcast is it does have a fee, all right? And my fee is this. It's not money. I don't sell things. I don't run ads. I'm not going to bore you with 20 minutes of fucking ads on this podcast, even though I could make seven plus figures a year doing it. The mission is more important to me, okay? So all I ask to you guys is this. Bring me a friend. If you give value out of this podcast, if you learn something, if it's something that helps you, I ask that you bring me a friend for every single episode. You can do that through a post. You could do that through, uh, and, and for every single episode that you benefit from, okay? Um, you could do that through a post. You could do it through a conversation. I don't care how you do it, but, you know, let people know about what's going on over here, all right? We're not running ads. We're not, this is a totally organic movement, and, um, and I need you guys to help spread it, and that's my fee. So um, with that being said, guys, I want to say thank you guys for everything that you do, uh, for subscribing, for reviewing the podcast on iTunes. Um, That helps us rank up. So uh, I appreciate you guys doing those things for us. Um, And I appreciate your support. This has been a fun ride for the last almost three years now. Uh, And the truth is, is we have a lot of exciting things coming up. You know, I've been quiet on social uh, quite a bit, and that's because I'm working on some really cool projects. One of them uh, is with my good buddy Ed Milet, and it's a huge, huge project that we're putting together uh, that I think is really going to be fun and beneficial to everybody involved. Now, with that being said, I am joined by the full crew today. Um, we've got the pastor of disaster, DJ DJ God, 
in the vanilla house. Vanilla ice. Vanilla ice is in the house. Yeah. Were you cold, dude? I am cold. It's We're, a beautiful day like outside, a, but we keep it sub-zero here yeah, in uh, that's First Form that, headquarters. That's because I call the temperature shots, and I happen to be fat. And everybody <laughs> knows the people that are fat are hot. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't have a whole lot of... What, do you call me fat? No, I don't have a whole lot of fat on my body. So. I'm just saying, you got a lot of fat in your head. Muscle and sinew. Yeah, fat, and fat in my head. we also happen to have... In the flesh, MC Salmon Pants, although MC Salmon Pants is today MC Khaki Pants. They're still short, though. They are still short, so that counts for like, what? let's say, 50% of yeah. the score. Yeah. It's just not the same, dude. It's not, khaki's it's not, not the same. MC Khaki doesn't sound very good. What's the rule when they're salmon? We're going to have a good podcast, yeah. so this podcast is probably going to suck, <laughs> and it's going to be Tyler's fault for wearing fucking khaki. That's right. It's All a right? bad omen. So, guys, today we've got some really cool things to talk about. And before we get into that, I know Vaughn has some things that he wants to talk about because he's been like over there dancing around. So, what is it that you want to talk about? So, I want to bring up a a subject that's either a source of passion or gnashing of teeth for people, and that is uh, President Donald Trump. And the reason I want to bring it up is just because I I wait, people are going to get mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I want to bring it up is I I recently read this article and I really want your feedback on it was basically the article was that to really understand Trump's policy and, and a lot of his actions, you really need to have read The Art of the Deal. And the the Which point, is a fucking awesome book. Yeah, by right. The way. And that's, yeah. I mean, the author was was really sympathetic, basically yeah. saying there was a lot of really good stuff in it. Yeah. But his thing is, he said, any really, really great business person knows that if you're coming into negotiations and you really want 40% of the profit, you don't lead by saying, hey, I want 40% of the no, profit. You say I want 100%. Yeah, you want 100%. <laughs> And you always overcompensate, and then and then when you negotiate, two things happen. The other guy feels really good about himself or herself, as the case may be, but you're also perceived as reasonable because you you know you right. compromise, right? So they were saying that as much as the media goes crazy about Trump saying things like "We're going to come down on fire and fury on on North Korea," or like um, you know he's even calling the existence of NATO into question, or he said you know we're going to build a wall. The, the point this guy made was he kind of goes over the top, but when the final analysis you know comes through, he, he gets what he wanted the whole time. Right. It's just that he acted like a crazy man, and 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 I, you know what I'm saying. Dude, so what do you have to say about that look, whole man? That's philosophy? obvious to me. Like like that. I look at this shit. First of all, I was thinking this today when I was at the gym, and I was I always do like 30 minutes of like light cardio before I lift just to get the blood going. And um, I uh, I was watching. They always have like Fox and then CNN and like all the fucking shows on. And and like the headline said like uh, something about Trump Jr. having a meeting with Russian people to get dirt on Hillary. And I was like, like they all looked so like I, the sound wasn't on, so I couldn't like <laughs> see. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I could see the headline. And I could see their body language. Right. And all of them look so fucking mad. Like, so mad and so uptight and so miserable. Like, it just made me think, like, why the fuck would you do that for a living? Right. And on top of that, why would you let yourself get sucked into that energy? You know what I mean? I don't watch the news. I don't pay attention to the news. I used to, but I realized how much energy it was taking for me that I needed to apply 
to what I was doing, you know? Right. And, and so I, I got away from it. And um, so I really, you know, I don't talk politics much in this and that um, just because I don't think it fucking matters to what I'm doing in the real life. I'm not going to use it as an excuse. Uh, I'm not going to use it as something that fuels me. It's, I don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? And, but it is interesting when a business principle shows up in oh, politics. Oh, look, dude. Look. Yeah. This is the, the, the United States is a huge company. Yeah. The fact that you would have somebody run it that hasn't run companies before and couldn't run a fucking lemonade stand makes no fucking sense. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a politician running America is a fucking joke. The motherfucker can't even read a fucking financial statement or profit and loss. They don't know how to balance a budget. They don't know how to do any of that shit. They don't know how to negotiate. They know how to give speeches. And that's it. And, dude, there's just a lot more to it. So, like, to me, you're asking my opinion I'm like, yeah, that's fucking obvious. And the fact that you have somebody who's really one of the greatest business people in the last, you know, 30 years, regardless, people say, oh, yeah, he went bankrupt. Yeah, motherfucker, and he came back too. Right. How many How many successful people have gone bankrupt? All A lot. <laughs> yeah. So but my point is, is that, um, I mean, dude, to me, it's... It's um, I see that and I'm like, yeah, I see it as obvious. Like, and it's I, know exa- I see exactly what he's doing. Yeah, it's fascinating. And I know that there are going to be people who take our conversation as somehow who this is like cares? a pro-Trump conversation. Dude, That's not them. the point. Dude, I love Trump. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Well, and I, to like me, it. What, it, what it comes down to is I really don't care about I'll the man. I care about saying, what the person accomplishes. All, you know what, motherfucker? I'm making more money than I was making fucking two years ago. All right? If you go look at all the stats, the fucking stats say he's doing a wonderful job. That's it. People like to pick on issues that are fucking bullshit issues, you know, right. and they may, they put words in people's mouth. They buy into the media, you know, and like, dude, I don't really give a fuck what anybody says. I, you know, I didn't dislike Obama either. Like, I just I just wasn't like excited about all the shit that he did because he didn't know what the fuck he was right, doing. Exactly. Like, who cares about the man? Yeah. Care about what, what his policies are and what yeah. he can do. Yeah, you know? I, I totally I agree. I don't really give a fuck what anybody thinks. Like, dude. If you don't fucking like him, good. I don't care. That's we're not going to argue about it. Right. If you think he's this, that's good. That's your right to think that. Right. You know. But I know this. Almost everybody in America right now is making more money than they were making fucking seven, eight, ten months ago, a year ago, two the years ago. The economy is strong. And dude, it you really know what? Is. That's good. Or it's stronger. Well, that's good. Yeah. And that's good for everybody. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. You know, everybody likes to make this into this fucking, like, you know, my perspective on it is this. Business first, social issues second. I'm not voting based upon all the social issues first, okay? I'm, vote, I'm voting on the economy. I'm voting on money. I'm supporting those things. That's what I care about because you know what? I got to pay the fucking bills here, all right? So I'm not going to get all upset to the point, you know, where... And like, dude, just to be clear, I'm very liberal on my social views. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if fucking gay people get married. I don't... I don't care. Like, none of that shit. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it sounds like you're a libertarian. I like, am. the government shouldn't get involved in they that shouldn't. kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, they absolutely shouldn't. I am. And I'm, a, I'm fiscally conservative, and that's it. And fiscally right. conservative comes first to me. Right. And if you can't understand that, then you got something wrong with your fucking brain. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, years, you're old enough to know this, but years ago when Bill Clinton's his, his first term and he had all those scandals, I'm, I'm, you know? I'm fucking pro-America. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, 100%. So, when Bill Clinton had all those scandals, but then he easily he easily got reelected in spite of, like, all of the scandals. And the, the quote at the time was, it's the economy, stupid. 
Meaning that's why he got reelected because the economy was, was good. good. And, and well, it was I, falsely you know, good. It was falsely good. Well, right, because it was based on all the dot com stuff. Right. And yeah, well, right. No, and there's so, other things with the real yeah. estate and all that shit. But right, like, exactly. But the point is, is that people perceived it as being right. very good. They were making yeah. more money. They were making tons of money on their investments. People were able to fucking do a lot of shit they weren't able to do. And guess what? They were happy. Right. And I don't know about you, but at the end of the day, I care what affects me directly, and what affects me directly is fucking how much money goes into my fucking bank. Right. And I, it's interesting, and we're kind of getting off on tangent, but um, I come from a background where people are quick to, to judge that. But what I've always said to people is, wait a minute, if, if, if the economy is good and you're not being like completely destroyed by unnecessary taxes, which is what liberals do to people, they, they, they burden them down with unnecessary taxes, what do you have? You have more money. To feed you to feed your kids, to support your family, to have a good life. The fucking problem. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that people can't think for themselves. They can't. They believe what their fucking friends say or what the media says instead of looking at the fucking facts and making their own decision. That's the problem that we have. Okay, that's the problem with with our whole entire country. People are sucked in by the media, by the popular word, by the ideas of other people instead of looking at the actual facts and making a decision. And if you look at the actual facts of what's going on right now, America is in a fucking great spot and it's only getting better by the fucking day. And anybody who says it isn't is too stupid to look at the fucking facts. Period. Okay? So... Before you get your little vagina all worked up and fucking you're going to come at me, realize this. If you come on my page and talk shit about politics, I will fucking block you because I don't have time for that shit. All right? I got my opinion. If you want your opinion, go put it on your motherfucking show. That's Yeah, 100%. Or don't listen. I don't fucking care. So we can stop now and that's a good good, uh, dose of The problem is is that people can't think for themselves. Mm -hmm. They just can't. You know what I'm saying? They say... They say, oh, fucking Trump's racist because the media says he's fucking racist and all these motherfuckers out there say he's racist, yet there's not one shred of evidence out there that he's fucking racist anywhere. He's got tons of minorities that work for him that come out and say, I love working for Trump. I, it was the best job I ever had. He was great to me, this, that, the other. But because a group of people say that shit, what is the fucking what is what is the argument against him? Fuck him. Blah right. blah blah. Right. Dude, people people fucking hate him because he came in after Obama because people loved Obama. Well, guess what? Obama served eight motherfucking years. He couldn't come back. Right. We had to make a choice. Right. You know? And like, dude, I just And what was the other choice? Yeah, it was worse. <laughs> yeah, right. So the point of it is is like I just you know, people look at the evidence. Look at the fucking evidence. Right. You know what I mean? I, I could be wrong on this, but isn't it true that he actually captured a pretty high yes. level of the minority vote? Yes. I thought he did. Yes. I could dude, be wrong. Dude, it's a media narrative, dude. It's okay. bullshit. You know, one of the best things I was ever taught by one of my favorite college professors was, it's not just how something is reported, but what is reported. So, in other words, if you hop on CNN- And by the way, dude, I don't vote for Democrat or Republican. I'm the same way. I I'm used s- to be like that, but no. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I evaluate the person yes, exactly. and their policies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I sure as fuck am not going to fucking hi- vote for a career politician who fucking never ran a motherfucking co- company in her entire life, who fucking 
you know, has Who has a trail of dead bodies yes. behind her. Like, dude, yeah, well, I won't get into that, but, like, you know, whatever. And, like, dude, and then people say, well, then you you're, you fucking hate women. No, motherfucker. If there was a qualified woman that I thought was great, I'd vote for her, too. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, you can't do anything right. And no matter what you say, you know, like, dude, that you can't, like, right now, it's so bad. Like, you can't even say it. Like, I know people are going to get mad and say, I'm never listening to you again because you said you like Trump. Motherfucker, I like America. And he's doing good things for America. That's the truth. Okay, and it is what it is. If you but don't like me because of that, then I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it says. You are absolutely right that we just, it's not only how things are reported, it's we need to reject. When things are reported to us, we need to understand that sometimes- There's a fucking bias. Right. There's a, there's a, an agenda that's being shoved down our fucking throats, okay? And it's so the media can sell fucking advertising because if people don't watch shit that isn't boring- Right. All right. So we're getting shoved this down our throats. All these messages of fucking racism and social class uh, discrimination and this and that. And they're making us as a society fucking hate each other. Okay. And dude, it's for the reason that it gets us talking. It creates argument. It creates controversy and it you know what happens when people watch shit their ratings go up and they can sell fucking ads and if you can't understand that we're being fed a ton of shit so that we hate each other there's something wrong with you you need to fucking let go of what's being shoved down your throat and judge society based on what you experience in real life. Because I can tell you this. When I walk down the street and I see some black motherfuckers, we're cool as shit to each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, dude, in my where I go, I meet all kinds of different people of all kinds of genders and races and all different kinds. And I see people getting along and smiling and fucking supporting each other. And you know what? Is there bad shit out there? Fuck yeah, there's bad shit. There's bad fucking white people. There's bad black people. There's bad Asians. There's bad cops. There's bad this. There's bad that. But when we take the little bitty percentage of the whole fucking world and make it seem like it's everything in order to sell fucking advertising, that's morally fucked up. Because, dude, our society is not a hateful society. Our society in general is a fucking caring society that cares about what's going on. And I think what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of people who were scared to death of Trump becoming president, scared to death, and I give these people a lot of credit, that are coming out and saying, you know what? I was wrong. I was scared about nothing. He's doing good things. I, I, I give those, those people have my respect because they're willing to take an idea that they thought was this one way and, and change it based on what they observe. And most people can't do that because for generation or generation upon generation, they're taught this, this, this. These people hate you. These people hate you. You have to vote this way. You have to do this. You have to do that. And all you're doing is buying in to the entire fucking system that's being jammed down your throat so other people can win. And that's it. 100%. Yeah. Dude, I got to tell you this really quick story. So a couple days ago, my wife wanted me to go out and she wanted me to check out this playset that somebody was offering uh, to sell. And so I went to this area of town. It was over in uh, closer to Florissant. It was an area that that's a little bit more blue collar, a little bit more mixed um, racially. And so I went into this uh, 7-Eleven and this guy, this, this black dude was behind me and you could tell he was kind of upset on the phone. And 
visually, he and I looked really different. I mean, you can imagine, yeah. right? Right. So, so he's on the phone, and I suddenly hear what he's saying on the phone, and he says, "Baby, I'm at work. I can't call you when I'm at work." You know, and he's and he's kind of yeah. so he finishes the thing, and I just I look behind him, and because he's behind me in the line, and I go, "Dude." I, I feel you. <laughs> I've been there. And he starts talking. He goes, what is it that they just don't get? We're at work. Uh, dude, you know, look. you don't. So then I finish. And I know this sounds as cheesy as all get out. But we had this great conversation. And all I said to him was, you know what? You and me, we're not that different. And he goes, 100%. And it was that dude, it was basically is, what you're saying. Dude, the like, thing is, is people want to get along. They right. want to get along. Right. But, dude, they feel like they can't because we're jammed this bullshit message down our throats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, people want to get along. They want to. Yeah. But, like, because everything in our society is designed to either fucking... And you got to remember, the people who are creating this disruption, why are they doing that? What is the reason for that? They benefit from it. They Somehow, right? Yeah. They can either sell advertising or they build a name for themselves because that's who gets famous, right? Mm-hmm. The people on social media who are on the fringes, who are expressing these messages that are so far one way or so far the other way are the people getting the likes and the views and the shares. And dude, that's why we have these situations where we feel like we can't say what we think is right. Because if we do, we violate our cultural standard or we violate our people, right? Right. And dude, that's not okay. Right. You know, and dude, social media makes it worse because what do we have? We have access. Every single person out there has access. And who do we see as the, as the people that represent our people's opinion, We see some white racist motherfucker from the fucking trailer park spewing some hate bullshit and he gets 50 million views and it's it's everybody saying, see, this is what white people think. And then we see the other side. We see black people. We see some black dude saying some shit, right? And about fucking Trump or white people or this or that. And it gets a trillion views. And, 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 and then white people are like, see, that's where fucking all black people are. Right. And dude, that's the shit that's getting jammed down our throat. And it's not true. And you have to be smart enough to step back, rise above the fucking news and the media and the message and all the shit that we see online and see what reality is. Because what reality is, is not what we're being fed. Absolutely. And you know what? As it turns out, this whole thing about getting along with people and connecting with people and surrounding yourself with the right people, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, it actually does somehow weirdly tie yeah. in. We did not plan this. Yeah. It's just the way the Holy Spirit moves. <laughs> that's because you're on the team, bro. That's right. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Uh, well, we're talking about this whole idea because we talk, people send us messages and emails about this all the time. Like, Andy, what do I do? I'm trying to kill it, but I'm surrounded by people who are bringing me down. They're not Dude, celebrating my success. that's the number one fucking question. Yeah. That's the number yeah. one question that we get via email and the number one question that we get live. You know, mm-hmm. we go do these Q&As and these people, like they do it, like there's 5,000 or 10,000 people there and they do a lottery, right? For, right? for people to have the chance to ask a question to the panel. And these motherfuckers win the lottery. Like, they win a lottery to go up and ask a question. And they can ask anything. They can ask a question about how to market, how to this, how to that, how to create a product, how to brand, how to use social media. What do they ask? 
Tyler, what do they what do they fucking ask every fucking time? And it and by the way, ten people in a row will ask the same question in a different way. What do they say? What do I do if so and so is not supportive of my goals? Every fucking time. How do I time. deal with the haters? What do I do with the haters? Yeah. My mom doesn't support me. My dad doesn't support me. My friends don't support me. This, that, the other. And literally, there'll be ten people in a row, and eight of them will ask that question in a different fucking way. So I think this would be a good subject yeah. to really break down and not yeah. just say, hey, fuck them, like everybody else says. Hey, fuck the haters. Right. Let, let's really break down how to deal with this shit, right? Yeah. And what it means. Uh, well, I got a question that just off the top of my head. I mean, you're a, you're a very strong-willed person. You're a, you're a person that believes in rugged individualism. But you're also someone who said, uh, who you surround yourself with matters. Like, it matters who you surround yourself with and it matters who who's influencing you. I, I mean... Is that true? Because can't you be so independent? Can't you be so strong-willed that you're gonna like? Well, I can hang out with, I can hang out with people who you know just want to party or whatever. Like, no. tell, tell me why no. it's so important no, it to is, surround yourself no, with right people. It's not fucking optional. That's the I think that's the biggest mistake people make with this is they they think that they can have this life. Okay, that they're striving to be towards. You know, they want to be wealthy. They want to create a business. They want to be successful in their job. They want to grow and, and, and they want to do all these things. But they still want to hang out with their old buddies from the old neighborhood that they grew up with. All right. And they think they can separate it. But the problem is this the problem is energy management. When you have to be successful, it is going to take, because it's competitive, okay, it is going to take all of your energy, all right? And to think that you could spend 60% of your energy and then 40% of your energy on these dudes that suck out the negativity, right? They, they take out what would be normally 100% positive energy and you spend 40% dealing with them on the weekends because they're telling you, oh, dude, you're wasting your time, oh, blah, blah, blah. Live a little. Right, yeah. yeah. Nothing conducive to what you're trying to do. Right. So you're spending 40% of your overall energy. Well, you would be ignorant to think that you can compete in this game of success with people who are giving 100% by you only giving your 60%. We only have so much energy on a given day, all right? And how we choose to spend that directly affects what our outcome is going to be. You have to think of it like a bank account. If you have $100, all right, and you spend $100 on things that are going to move you forward in your business career, in your success career, all right, that's all you have to spend, no more. All right, and every day you get a new hundred dollars. All right, who's going to make it further? The guy who spends a hundred dollars every day reinvesting in himself to move forward, or the guy who spends sixty dollars and then forty on his shitball friends? Who's going to make it? You, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the guy who's always it's not forward. an option, and people think that it is. They think it's a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. It is a firm. 100% requirement of becoming the best version of you, which is, you know, that's what, how I define success. Really, the success is the pursuit of the fulfillment of your own true potential, 
All right? A lot of people will define sex, success as being happy and this and that. By the way, this is a fucking bullshit thing that I see all the time right now. This is this. I wanted to say this earlier, but I forgot. But now I remember. I keep seeing this fucking meme go around that says, happiness is the new success. Or no, happiness is the new rich. Mm. Happy, no, motherfucker, rich is the new rich. <laughs> all right? Let's just fucking get that out of the way. Let me tell you something. All you motherfuckers out there listening right now, you you think because, and this goes back to their opening message, because you've been fed this message by media and by people who haven't done a fucking damn thing, you think that being happy and being a good person is mutually exclusive to having money. You think that you can't have all of it. If you have money, you're automatically unhappy. If you have money, you're automatically not at peace. If you have money, you're automatically a shit person. You're being fed that message. And that shit about these, you know, blah, blah, blah is the new rich. No, motherfucker, rich is the rich. Right. What you decide to do with it after you have it really has nothing to do with the other things. You can have it all. And I'm so tired of people posting this shit because let's be real. What are they really saying? They're saying, oh, you know what? I'm giving up on this and I'm just going to be this. You never see a fucking person with means or wealth say that. Because they understand that you can have both. You don't have to be poor to be a good person. It's a false choice. It is. You don't have to be uh, fucking a bad person if you're rich. You know, I got asked at, at a, uh, I did an event last weekend and I got it asked. I, I got asked two questions by the same guy, and they were fucking great questions. The first question was, is there anything about your life that you miss when, before you had money? Is there anything that was better before you had money? And I fucking thought about it, and I couldn't think of one fucking thing. Not one. Not one. Maybe privacy. That's what I said. Yeah. I said, I said, here, I said here and there, here, here and there, sometimes I wish people didn't recognize me. Because I get to, I'm to the point now where I fucking recognize literally everywhere I go. Like I can't imagine what it's like to be like a real celebrity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the Rock. Yeah. Right. It'd be fucking insane. I wouldn't even want that. Yeah. But like that would be the only thing. Okay. And then he said, "Well, what's your favorite thing about fucking having having money? What's the best thing about it?" And dude, you know what the coolest thing? Or he said, "What's the coolest thing you've done that you have money? You know what the coolest thing I've done?" I built my high school a baseball field, built my high school a gym, uh, helped build them a fucking football field, brand new facilities, shit that they couldn't do without without the money that we gave them, okay? Um, people don't think about those things when they fucking post these memes that say, so and blah, blah, blah is the new rich. They think you have to, they think if you're going to be, it's a trade. If you're going to be rich, you're going to be unhappy. Right. You know, it's an excuse, motherfuckers. You're being fed an excuse by other people who weren't able to fucking make it happen talking about why they don't need money and why they don't need this and why you know what? You don't need money. Right. But to fucking to say that shit because you're not willing to do the work is a fucking waste of your fucking gifts that were given to you. Right. It's a dishonorment of your life. So dude, this is the way I see it. The philosopher Kierkegaard said that happiness is the satisfaction of your desires. So before you were rich, that's right. right. So, so dude, if you fucking, if you're saying, if if you fucking say I want to be rich 
and then you weren't able to, and then and then fucking uh, rescind your fucking statement to say, oh, happiness, I don't need money. You're fucking not even happy <laughs> because you're not fulfilling your fucking desire. Well, let me ask you this. 17 years ago, if somebody would have said to you, Andy, do you have the desire to build uh, a football stadium for your for your high school? Would you have said yes? No. Oh, you wouldn't? Okay. No. Well, maybe that's a bad example. But what's what's something 17 years ago that you would have loved to have done, but you didn't have the money to do it? Drive a Lamborghini. I mean, something that... I didn't care about other people 17 right, years no, ago. No, no, I get... But you're not you're, understanding the progression. No, no, no you're not the understanding progr- my no, point. My the point. progression is this. I was selfish as fuck for the first 10 years, which is why it took me 10 years. Because I was broke because I was selfish and I worried about myself. When I got 10 years in, I gave up on the fucking rich shit and I decided to dedicate myself to providing true results and to, true value to other people. Money came from that. Right. I so get I that. went through an evolution. Then I figured out, holy fuck, dude, this is how I can make money? This is awesome. And then I fucking went way the fuck in because I knew I could have both. Right. Which even goes back to the point I was making before, which is what made me happy and what made me money were the same fucking thing. Helping people. Yes. Right. So, but my point is this, and I think I think once you understand what I'm saying, my point is if you have two people and they both have the desire, we'll say in this case to do something really awesome and to build a stadium for for their high school. But only one of them has money to actually do it, which is better. It's not you're not you're not in other words you're not virtuous just for wanting to do something. You're virtuous for, for wanting to it. do it and to and to having the ability to do it. Dude, look. That's what I'm saying. Look, you, man, you follow me now? Yes. Okay. There's fucking listen. Like I said, there's no motherfuckers out there that actually have money and have built success and become successful telling you that shit. They're not saying right. this blank is the new rich. Right. No, motherfucker. That number in your bank account is fucking what rich is. Right. Okay? What you do with it is going to create your happiness. There's nothing that's the new rich. Right. Fuck your new rich. New rich is fucking getting money in your account. <laughs> then you have options to fucking do shit with it. Right. Which will create either... Happiness or the opposite of happiness. Frustration, anger, stress. That's your choice. Right. But money doesn't create either one of those things. And that's what people got to understand. Right. So I, I just get tired of the message being... Just like I get tired of the bullshit about fucking America and, and racism and all this bullshit that's getting jammed down both sides' throats. I get tired of the fucking shit where I see online of these... These motherfucker, you know, trying to promote this fucking blah, 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 hippie-ass bullshit that isn't true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not true. Absolutely. So the number one reason, getting back to so the number one reason, I guess, is, um, in terms of surrounding yourself with other people who are successful is that you only have so much energy and you need people who are going to feed that energy, not deplete it. Absolutely. Right? But I also think, you know, in talking about- Dude, there's people that can fucking charge your energy. So that, right. So that, like, dude, when you have $100, there's people around you that will make that $100 $150 just by being around them. Right. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Not literally. I'm talking like an yeah, yeah. Energy. Well, maybe literally. I mean, I that don't know. Too, we don't right. know how it works, but but I mean, I've also heard you talk about how important in sales it is to truly be enthusiastic and to believe in your product because 
human beings naturally transfer their enthusiasm or they naturally transfer their uh, energy to other other people. I'm guessing that also figures into the issue of who you're surrounding yeah, yourself with. dude. If you're fucking fighting with your fucking girlfriend at home every day or your boyfriend at home every day and you're running a sales job and, and before you go to work, you're getting in a fight every fucking morning and having anxiety and then you got to go sell shit, you're going to suck. You're going to fucking suck. So no matter how independent you are, you're it's still going to be influenced by that's other right. people. It's not yeah. an option. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's why it's important to surround yourself with successful people. It's, it's not an option. So what do you, I mean, successful is kind of a, it's kind of a vague concept. Like what, if people say, okay, Andy, tell me the kind of things Obviously I should be we're looking talking for. in the context of, of financial success here. Right. Okay. I don't define my entire life worth by how much money I have. I, I don't. Right. I fucking I I'm very well rounded in all areas and I understand and I'm aware of all the areas. Obviously, this context that we're talking about, just to define it for all the fuckheads out there that are going to say money isn't everything. <laughs> we're talking about fucking money right now. Right. All right. So go ahead. Yeah, no. So I mean like if you want to surround yourself with people who you think are going to help you level up, what are some of the things you look for? What what have you looked for over the course of your life? Well, dude, I, first of all, I think it's a process, right? Like, right. I think usually, in my case, I didn't have very many people around me that thought the way that I was thinking. Um, and you'll know when you connect with someone who's thinking the way that you're thinking because it'll be refreshing, right? Um, and you will feel less crazy because when you're when you're the only person in your whole group of friends who has high ambitions and has these goals and these dreams and these things they want to do. And they will make you feel like you're fucking insane. So you're going to kind of know um, when you meet somebody like this. But I think, you know, the main thing is that you're going to find out that the, that the people that you want to be around are also committed to what I said success was, was fulfilling their own true potential. They have goals. They're success-oriented. They're driven. They have ambition. They're not satisfied with where they are, and they're not ever going to be satisfied with where they are. And I think that's the main point. Now, of course, there's other points too. Like, you're going to want to be around people who are loyal to you, and they help you, and they're there for you, right? Just because people are driven and want to be successful and want to make money doesn't make them bad people. A lot of those people are some of the most morally sound people there are because they understand that it takes a team of people to be successful. Um, You know, I think things like people who will tell you what you need to hear. All right. You want to you want to you want to eliminate your fucking shit friends. I'll tell you a quick way to eliminate them. Tell them exactly what the fuck you think. Mm. Okay? Because when, and this, dude, this is what I do. I tell everybody what the fuck I think. And I don't fucking care what their reaction is. I don't care. I don't care. I tell them exactly what I fucking think. You know this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What's it like to work for me? It's Uh, hard sometimes, isn't it? It is hard. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. But do you ever think that I'm telling you that shit to be mean? No, I, I mean, I honestly, I, I think of you at times like a drill instructor, like the guy who's over there going, I'm going to just rip you upside one and down the other. But if you, for your when, benefit. You, when you get into war, you're going to be glad, Yeah, you know, and, and life is it. war. We've so talked you, about that. So Life's if you want, war. if you want to fucking, if you want to yeah. fucking eliminate your shitball friends, start telling them the fucking truth. Right. That's it. Um, and, and surround yourself with people that tell you the truth. Right. 
so can we? T- I I want to tease that out just for a second because uh, yeah. in being around you and us talking about this, loyalty and truth are two things that they kind of have to go together. Because if you have one without the other, like if you have loyalty without somebody speaking, like somebody could be super loyal to you but just never tell you what you need to hear. And in that case, they're just a brown noser, right? But then the flip side of that is if you have somebody who's constantly telling you the truth but they really don't care about you. That's just somebody who wants to be right. So uh, what I've gathered from you is you got to have both. You have to have people who care about you, but also care about you enough to speak the truth. Yes. You, you got to have both. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. There's good. Of course, dude. I was talking, um, I don't remember who I was talking about with this. The more successful you get, you'll have more people around you who just say yes all the time. And you hate those people. Like I fucking hate yes people. Hate them. All right. But what's worse than yes people is the motherfucker who will try to fucking disagree with everything you say (laughs) because they think everybody else agrees with you and they're trying to put you in their place. I used to date a girl that did this shit, dude. And eventually, like after like three years of arguing with her, I'm like, what is your fucking problem? Right. Is she the onion girl? No, no, it's a different one. But she told me, she goes, well, I'm the only one in your life that'll fucking tell you that'll, that'll disagree with you. And I'm like, so let me tell you, let me ask you something. So- you think it's your responsibility to somehow put me in my place because no one else does. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't Disagree need- for the sake of Dis- disagreeing. Yes. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Those people are worse than yes people. Yeah. You want people who are going to, when you're right, they're going to say, yeah, dude, that's fucking great. And when you're wrong, they're going to say, hey, I don't think that's right. Or you're fucking up. Or this, that. Right? Right. You want, you want the person who's going to be the truth. You know what's crazy is that so many people, and I, you know, dude, you know I struggle with this too, but you, it's amazing how many people don't know how to separate an act from a, from themselves. So, I mean, I, I've i heard it before that sometimes with, not all women, with, with certain women, if they say, do you like my shoes? And you say, uh, actually, I don't. Your shoes suck. They don't, they don't hear it as, your shoes suck. They hear it as, I suck. And I think so many people today are like that. Like, Dude, first of all, I gotta tell me, you right now, like any girl that fucking has ever told me like, hey, do I look fucking fat in this or do I look this and that? I fucking always told the truth. Right. I don't care. Right. And and like if you don't want to hear the truth, don't fucking ask me. And I'm saying some and I and I'm I'm gonna back up because it's not just women. A lot of a lot of dudes like, are hey, like that. Hey, do you too. like this fucking right. god awful outfit? No, it looks no. like shit. But it's amazing how many people put can't... something else on because I don't want to I don't want you to like stand next to me with right, that. You're right. But it's amazing how many people can't take that as just an objective I don't like that. Well I'm not saying I don't like you. There's a good book know? about that called The Four Agreements. Four Agreements? Yeah. And the book about the four agreements, one of the things is don't take things personal. Yeah. Okay. And and it's have you read the book? Uh, no, I've heard a lot about it, but it's I've good. never read it. It's yeah, good. and it's a short little book, right? Yeah, short. Yeah. You read it in fucking two hours. Yeah. You probably read an hour. Yeah. Um, well, it's um, I mean that's completely opposite of exactly where America is going. Some of the some of the dude, you've got to be able to evaluate yourself, dude. That's yeah. it. Goes back to what we were saying. You've got to be able to take information, and and look at yourself honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's such a huge thing, and people just can't do it. Because they take everything so fucking personal. They, like, if I say, and, and dude, you know, uh, Emily's not like this. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be married. But, like, if I say, yeah, those fucking shoes suck. You look stupid in those shoes. She does not say, oh, my God, you think I look fucking stupid. You know what she does? She doesn't wear the fucking shoes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like. But Kasha's the same way. Yeah. I love that about her. And yeah. here's what here's what she's actually said about 
about my honesty. Like if she says, do I look bad? Yeah, you don't look good in that. She says that when I say, when she comes out wearing something, I say, man, babe, you look it great. It means something. She knows yes. that I mean it. Yes. Yeah. So, exactly. I, yeah, I definitely don't don't hang around people who take things too personally. But no, dude, you um, got you. But that's a that's the pro, it's, it's the problem that we talked about earlier. The cultural problem that we have in this country right now, politically and socially, everybody takes everything to the maximum extreme of fucking offensive, you know, comment and where it like punches a hole through their fucking soul. Right. And dude, it just doesn't. Like it just doesn't. You fucking hate Trump. <laughs> cool. Right. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, I don't dislike you or like you yeah, based on whether you exactly. like the president or Dude, not. Do you know how many fucking yeah. friends I have that don't agree with me? And that, that you, because I don't really talk politics, but I got, I got, I got friends right. that, that, dude, Tyron Woodley, fucking good friend of mine. He's been on the podcast. Yeah. Dude, him and I see p- politics almost fucking polar opposite, but we still have legitimate fucking adult conversations about things. Right. And sometimes, I agree with everything he's saying. And you know what's funny? Is that most of the time we agree and we want the same thing. We're just saying it different. Right. Or you're emphasizing different things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And like, dude, it's just the whole fucking... The whole, it's just people have such a hard time, A, saying that, that what they said a month ago or six months ago or a year ago was wrong, and B evaluating the decisions on their own thought process. People are just not secure enough to do that because they're afraid that if they have their own decision or if they say something, it's going to offend this person or motherfucker, you've got to stand for something. You know what I'm saying? You've got to have your own thoughts somewhere in there. And like the fact what we're talking about, these shoes, it goes right together with that. Like if you can't delineate the difference between me saying you're ugly as fuck (laughs) <laughs> or those shoes suck. Right. There's something wrong with you, right. not me. That's your problem, not my problem. But that's that's a whole orientation, and I love what you Fuck, were saying. We could do a whole podcast on that. We could. I love what you were saying earlier. Like when you meet people that you just know, um, that they're your kind of people. I think sometimes people know that, but they second guess themselves and they think, well, maybe I should give this guy a chance. But deep down, we know whether somebody's going to be a person who 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 builds us up and who encourages us to fulfill our own potential. And we know just almost immediately that they're not. And I, I got to tell you this, this is a great story and I think you'll, you'll love it. So back in the 1800s, you know, be, before social media, before any sort of media. Where, where the fuck do you have the time to come up with all this fucking shit? No, this is great. You're no, going to love I'm this. just asking like where, where, where Dude, I study. That's me. I'm a geek. You called me the king of nerds the other day. You I, are the king I of nerds. I get up early and like, I read these kinds of things. But I'm listen, saying, this is great. Like you, you, like, dude, when I was in fucking history class and it was like the whole, like, like you could remember year by year. This is a good <laughs> thing, by the way, but I'm making fun of you about it. No. Like if I said, what happened in 1812? You'd be like, what? The War of 1812. The War of 1812, right? <laughs> well, that one's easy. Yeah, but see what see for me, like in my brain, the 1800s, the whole fucking hundred years is one year. Like it all fucking happened at the same time. Like, right. like you remember the exact dates of exact shit. Obviously, it's, I'm it's, exaggerating. It's, it's the one thing but that I... But like, for me, that shit all mushes together. No, I no, I, I hear you. It's the one dude, thing call, that I'm I pe- might have an actual chance at beating you at is if we were both Jeopardy contestants. Dude, you know what? I'm, I might. 
I don't know. You but were, I know you. I know you, you have a chance because I, I know actually, you ACACT. So yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't I, do well. I am that. good at trivia, like really good. Yeah. Mainly because what I do before we play trivia is I secretly go by the game <laughs> yeah. and I pull all the cards out and read them ahead of time. And then when they pull out the game that's new, I pretend like I never heard, yeah, saw right, the card before. Right. Yeah. So, I hear you. Like, if you're going to play me in something, realize that I am going you're to fucking cheat. I'm going yeah. to fucking cheat. <laughs> right, right, like, right. If we're playing a game, you better believe I've already figured out how to cheat. Right. That's just the. Right. I play to fucking win, man. Yeah. Well, you know, so you're Odysseus, basically. I, so, listen, so, I play to fucking win. I'll, 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 that's not I'll even fucking cheating. That's not even cheating. No, no, no. I know. I know. Cheating, so cheating would be like writing the answers down and having them there. All I did was prepare. Right. That's. That's different. No, I hear you. I hear you. So, so I'll postpone my my. But I will fuck. I'm not about cheating either. No, I get it. I, yeah. I I'll postpone my story just to tell you this because we've talked before about Greek mythology, right? So we've well, talked. You know, I love Greek mythology. Right. We talked about that's it. That's actually got, one area of history that I'm. Yeah. That I'm into. Yeah. So I I listened to this professor give this great lecture one time. One of the students asked him, "Well, who could win in a battle between Achilles, Odysseus, and and Aeneas?" Okay. And so the idea was Achilles was this like total BA fighter, yeah. right? And so the the professor goes, "Well, if it came to head to head competition, Achilles would kill him." Yeah, but Odysseus, but Odysseus would was sly, him. Right, exactly. and so basically the reality is, is if if Odysseus knew that he was going to fight Achilles, he'd be, he would win. Achilles, would, out Achilles would be dead in his bed and never have a chance to, to wake up and fight him. Yeah. But then they said, but actually Aeneas, who was the founder, basically he was the original founder of Rome, or he had he had something to do with the founding of Rome. He would have never have taken on Achilles and Odysseus by himself. He would have literally brought the whole nation of Rome with him and 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 had strength in numbers. But That's anyway, like cheating. So, right, right, yeah. But so I so. So that whole concept of excellence, personal excellence, you know, we're we're obviously got some very important things coming coming right. up about that. But let me tell you the quick story. So, so stories back in the 1800s, before social media, before even the photograph, I think. Um, Andrew Jackson was the president, right? And he and a bunch of his men were like riding on horseback for you know. Na- national business. I mean, the president doesn't do that anymore. And they come to this river, and the river is like overflooded its streams, and it's got a lot of rapids, and they have to ford across the river, and it's super dangerous, but they got to do it to get to where they're going. Meanwhile, there's this other guy who's a lone traveler, and he comes along, and he sees that there's this group of people there, and he's got to get across, but he doesn't have a f- horse. So he looks, and he, he, he points to the president and says, hey, can you ford me across? And the president goes, yeah, no problem. Like, doesn't even think anything of it. So everybody, one by one, they get across the river. It's dangerous. They get across. They make it to the other side. One of the president's men says, uh, you know, I mean, I'm glad you got across, but did you have to pick the president? I mean, for crying out loud, you made it like twice as dangerous for him to do that since he was on your back. And the guy was shocked. He was like, I had no idea it was President Jackson. He goes, but I'll tell you this. I, I looked at all of your faces as you were looking across the river and thinking about what you had to do, and every one of your faces said, no, I can't do this. But his said yes. And when you talked earlier about, about you just know, you just know that someone's oriented to, they want to fulfill their potential. They're not a negative person. They want to build you up. They want to, they want to attack life. That's what I think of. I think of there are people that the minute you see them, you know their whole face. Dude, says, the, their the, face says no. You want to look I for somebody people, whose face says yes. I think, yeah, I agree, dude. I love that story. The, the, I think the I think the problem with a lot of people is that they refuse. 
again, this comes back to society drilling shit into our heads that everybody's a piece of shit and everybody's a shark and everybody's out to get theirs and fuck you and this and that. So they pass up a lot of these potential who would be awesome people to to uh, become friends with because of their 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 jaded nature towards people that's been and you know you have to be able to trust people and know that they're good. There is a ton of good people out there. And that's another dangerous thing about that mentality of money is evil and people, you know, it's rich or or uh, you know, be a bad person or be a good person. It, they don't understand that like dude, there's a lot of wealthy motherfuckers out there that would literally do anything to help other people succeed. Right. 100%. You know? 100%. Okay, so you just can't to pass up those things because of your beliefs that have been instilled upon you by outside sources. You've got to be able to think for yourself. Right. You know? Evaluate each person based on their merits. Right. Gee, I feel like somebody said that. Might have been Martin Luther King. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so just to recap, it's important to surround yourself with successful people because they, you need people that build up your energy, not drain it. You are going to be influenced. What they have will be transferred to you, so you got to be careful. You talked about the four main things to look for in people you become friends with. is They're committed to fulfilling their own true potential. They're loyal. They tell you the truth. I probably would just you know, summarize that as they, they have your best interest at heart. Right. Right. So let's talk a little bit, because I'm not sure we've ever done this. People talk about how hard it is when you start killing it and you might be surrounded with um we won't say losers but you want you might be surrounded by average people who just don't understand your aspirations you and I have talked about this before but I don't know that we've ever actually gone point by point there's a process that you talk about that people right. should expect to go through right. when they level up and start hanging out with better right. like more not when, bad, when not intrinsically better but more success oriented oriented people more more aligned with what they want is the best right. way to say it right right um, yeah, dude, there is a process, you know, uh, changing <laughs> when you grow up with a group of people, a group of friends, let's say you grew up in the old neighborhood with Tommy and Joey and fucking Billy, right? And Tommy and Joey and Billy have been in your life your whole fucking time. And then all of a sudden when you get to be 18 and you're getting ready to go do your whole adult life, you want different things than Tommy and Billy and Johnny or whatever the fuck I called them the first time. I don't remember. <laughs> From these dudes from the old hood, right. all right? The Sandlot gang. Right, exactly. So when you start to distance yourself or start to go out, you have to understand that that's going to cause fear in them. They feel like they're being left behind. So what are they going to do? They're going to give you criticism. They're going to give you negativity. They're going to probably poke fun at you, all right? And for that reason, you're going to feel friction. You're going to have friction when you're starting to expand what your wants and desires and ambitions are and you're it's natural to feel that we've all felt that every single one of you feels that friction right now because if you're not listening to this podcast or if you're listening to this podcast there's a reason you're listening to it it's not because you're happy where you are so i promise you all of you are having the first phase right now which is friction right, okay right so that's um so like anything, you know, you, you start having conflict where are, are necessary. Are, I mean, dude, the, 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 the system is real easy, dude. The steps are this. There's friction. Yep. There's separation. There's attraction. There's integration. And then there's elevation. Okay. All right. And All that's right. the I phases like of how it works down. Friction we just talked about. Now we talk about step two, which is separation. Now, as you separate yourself from your current group, 
you're going to have to endure some loneliness and some isolation, all right? And this is where people always say, it's lonely at the top, all right? Well, you're only in phase motherfucking two. Right. So you ain't at the top. I'm not at the top. I don't know what the top is. Do you know what the top is? Fuck no, you don't. All right? But this is where Tommy and Johnny and Billy, they see you as thinking you're better, and they say, oh, look at him over there by himself. All right? And you're going to go through this phase of feeling alone because you don't have your old friends, but you haven't met anybody new that's aligned with you yet. Right. All right? So this is the separation phase. It's actually lonelier at the bottom if you- if Absolutely. You, yeah. If you think Absolutely. of it like a pyramid, Absolutely. you're further away from Loneliness other people. Loneliness is just a small phase of yeah. the whole equation. Yeah. All right? The third phase- attraction as you become more of who you're meant to be and who you want to be you're going to start attracting other people like you you have to think about it you're going to make calls you're going to send emails you're going to go to meetings you're going to do all these things that are trying to level you up and what's going to happen when you start doing that you're going to make connections with other people who have the same goals and your interests and ambitions all right so you're going to start to develop new relationships. You're going to start to um, integrate, which is the which is the fourth phase. You're going to start integrating these people into your into your life, all right? Okay? You're going to find yourself with a new group of friends. You're going to find yourself with a group of friends who supports you instead of criticizes you, who helps you instead of holds you back, who pushes you to be better instead of encourages you to quit. And that's when you're going to start to figure out that it's not lonely at the top. It's actually better because now instead of being angry every time you hang out with your fucking old friends, Tommy, Johnny, and Billy from the old hood, you're going to actually start to feel energized because your new friends, the people who are now around you, are adding to your momentum. They're contributing to your mission and your purpose. And for that reason, you're going to have more energy to go out and do what it is you want to do, which leads into the last part, which is elevation, all right? And this is the best part because this is where the people with the, who you're with are constantly pushing you and helping you to level up. These people, if you do it right, will likely have more resources than you and they'll be willing to share those resources to help you come to their level, all right? So now you go from a situation where, like I like to say, you had a bunch of anchors in your boat to now you got a bunch of fucking outboard propellers on the back of your boat that are literally driving you to success by you just being friends with them, all right? And now what do you have? Instead of being angry, instead of being lonely, instead of being mad, instead of being frustrated, what are you? You're empowered, you're energized, you're ready to crush shit, you have confidence, you have belief because the people that are you're associating with are telling you you can do this because I did it and I'm going to show you how to do it, all right? And your, your life and your happiness and your fulfillment, everything gets better. It just gets better. And nope. you know what? It's better for Tommy and Johnny and Billy too. You know why? Because you're not there making them feel like shit for doing what they love to do. Yeah, that's a great point. Yes. So two two things. One is you talk about the huge transformation that went on in your life and business when you stopped concerning yourself with making money and you focused on just providing value and helping people. I feel like specifically in the attraction stage, people need to just kind of 
realize that, yes, I know you want friends, but just focus on becoming the best version of yourself you can be. Yes. And those friends are going to come. Yes. You're going to attract each other. Yes. But the second thing is, and I got to tell and you. By the way, that goes for personal relationships too. Yeah. When you're having shitty personal relationships because you're dating the kind of people that were of the old hood type of people, think about the people that you're going to meet whenever you're on that new level. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, or, yeah. You know, you're going to meet people who come from success, who have built success, who support that kind of think if you think if you were trying to build a business and you came home every day and the person that you fucking were were with whether it be man or woman actually supported what you were doing and energized you and said hey how can i help you how can i make this easier for you and understood that right think about how different it would be it would be because that's how it is the other thing i was going to say is that because i i mean at least in some small well way i haven't been privy to your private conversations, but I've I've been around people who have been here, you know, guests who are hugely successful. And this elevation uh, segment, like if people can really trust and push you push through to that elevation stage, man, it's an exciting stage. Like I, I just think about you and I have talked about this before. The people that you know now who have literally given you literally hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of information and expertise and expected nothing. I'm thinking about De- Dean Graziosi Dean or, uh, and Bedros, Ed and, and Bedros Ed. all of these guys yeah. that are like, here, and we all help each it. other. You help each other yeah. and you're not, and of course, everybody's still competitive. But it's That's, funny, you know, dude, because when you're in the beginning of business, Nobody wants to tell their right. secrets. Listen, this is what's funny about it. No one wants to tell their secrets, but nobody has any fucking secrets because you don't know shit right, you're in the beginning. Right, right. But when you get more up the ladder, you have these dudes who have like legit fucking valuable information. Like, dude, Dean and Bedros and what they do, they're the best in the fucking world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these dudes are, they're texting me, calling me saying, hey, Andy, how's this going? How's that going? Right. How's this going? I'm not calling them saying, hey, Dean, can you help me with this? He's calling me and texting me and saying, hey, you need to do this, this, and this. Let me help you with that. Here's I'm going to have so-and-so call you from my team, and they're going to line this out for you. Right. It's crazy. Dude, but but you're talking about shit that's millions of dollars worth of... Dude, Dean makes $200 million a year. You know what I'm saying? He's saying, hey, this is how I do it. Do it. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely, yeah. And and I'm sitting over here like, holy fuck, yeah. you know? Because, like, I do well, but I ain't on that level. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it is exciting. It's exciting because, dude, you know why it's exciting? It's not because you're going to make the money, dude. It's because you're around, you, you could tell that it's you're around good motherfuckers right. that really fucking care about you. Who also know... Deep down, and they understand. The more they give, the more they're going to get. The more they're going to yeah. give, the more they're going to get. And you don't have to. They can. You don't have to lose for them to win. No, everybody like, can win. Like literally, dude. I used to think that. There's bad. no limit. There's no limit yeah. to their to their potential. And them somehow putting a roadblock in front of your potential is not going to hurt them. Right. It's it's like those two um, two episodes. Uh, the one about focusing on yourself instead of competition, and then the don't quit counting other people's money. Yeah, those guys on that level are so focused on what they're doing for themselves in a good way that they're not worried about. Oh, Andy's going to cut into Look, my. Look, man, you have to think you know, about this. Once you're once you're at a level where you're making you know hundreds of millions of dollars every fucking year. Okay, people. I don't think people realize how good Dean is at what he does. Yeah, because he was sort of late to social, but Dean's pretty much like the second 
most famous personal development person behind Tony Robbins in the history of the space. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Like, absolutely. he's a fucking OG. And I don't think people realize how smart he is and how much great value he has. And if you're not following him, please follow him because he's a fucking amazing human. But the thing about... Uh, about it, Vaughn is like, dude. Let me let me ask you something. L- let's logically break this down. I I just write you a check for for let's say a hundred million dollars. Okay, you could literally you could literally live your entire fucking life without ever spending one dollar of that capital by just investing it conservatively right. and making four to six percent on your money, which means you're making fucking four to six million dollars a fucking year. Think if you made that much money, all right? Four okay. to six million dollars a year. So let's just say it's six. So you're making 500 grand a month, right? All right. You ever made that kind of money before? No. All right. Can you even really honestly think what that would no, be like? No, I can't. It's I so can't, much I can't more wrap than my what head you made. That. Yeah. That you could literally do everything you want to do with it. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's just say this I fucking make that happen for you. Now your main concern and your anxiety, everything in your, that you've worried about your entire life is now taken care of. Your kids are taken care of. Your finances are taken care of. Your, your wife's taken care of. She doesn't have to go to work anymore. Okay? What's, where are you going to find satisfaction in your life? Passing that on to other people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why those guys do what they do. Yeah. Because they, they want other people to experience what they're experiencing. Right. I'm also going to find ways that I can pour back into that person's exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is, dude, your way to find satisfaction is by helping other people find what you found. Absolutely. And that's what you. That's why you see people who have built success that are a hundred times, a thousand times more willing to help you than people who are struggling financially. Hundred percent. Because and it's how they. It's how they. It's it's how they feel good about their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Money doesn't mean shit to those guys. Right. It just doesn't. Because they know because of their mindset and their habits, it's always going to be there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, guys, that's episode 206 with uh, Dean. It's it's called uh, Millionaire Habits, Do You Have Them? with Dean Graziosi, episode 206. His book is awesome, too. Yeah. Millionaire Habits book. Yeah. He was... I like... You're right. A lot of the younger people don't really don't, understand how significant he is, but yeah. I was he in person he's is a such a legend. He's a legend and he's he's so and you can see down why. to earth and yeah. caring as a person. It's yeah. it's pretty amazing. So, I mean, I know we've gone a little bit fast. Bottom line, guys, push through from the friction to the elevation. It will be worth it. Um we got to deal with critical question that you get all the time. Let's let's close with this one. What happens if the negative person in your life, the anchor is a family member? Dude, it's it's no different. You you you've got to cut them out. You can't let them drain your fucking batteries, you know? And people are like, "Oh, Andy, that's so fucking ruthless." No. Well, okay, it is. It's ruthless. Whatever you want to call it, but it's not heartless, all right? You have to understand that one you can't be where you want to be with anybody taking the energy that you need. You just won't be there. It's right. not an option, just like we talked about on the first point. And two, you have to understand that you could still love them and you could still be a part of the family. You're just not going to talk to them about your business or t- get in conversations with them about what you're doing with your life. You're going to edit that part of the relationship and you're going to keep it about family all the time, all right? And you could still go out to dinner, and you could still go out to Thanksgiving, and you could still do those things, 
but you've got to be smart enough not to let them suck your energy out. Right. When they start in on their shit, you got to walk away. You know what I mean? And that's how you got to cut them out. Like, dude, obviously, you know, there is situations where people will cut out a fucking parent completely. I get it. Dude, I get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have to go to that extreme. You can start by editing the relationship, um, which, uh, you know, people, I think when they hear cut it out, they 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 think like, never talk to him again. Right. That's not literally what I'm saying. It can be what I'm saying. Right. But it's not what I'm saying every time. But I also think people need to understand that the extreme to which you go to cut out a person isn't really up to you. It's up to that person. If that person is negative all the time, then yeah, you're going to have to cut them out all the right, time. Right. But if that person is, yeah, they just have a tendency to be a Debbie Downer and, you know, then you could say, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some access. Well, let me I'll, ask you this. You know what I'm saying? Let me like, ask you they're this. the ones choosing me, whether they're in their life or not. If you continue to engage with someone, and you know what the result's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Who's the stupid one? Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay? And that, that goes for like what we talked about earlier, politics too. Right. Like if you know that you're going to argue with someone about politics every fucking time, but you continue to engage them, and you think they're stupid, you need to look in the fucking mirror. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, so yeah, I mean, I think you're right. You, you, be, you can be ruthless, but not heartless, but it's, it's, it's a very important thing, and it doesn't, it doesn't, the imperative to surround yourself with the right people doesn't suddenly change if the people are family members. Right. You know, right. Uh, that doesn't give them the right to, to dr- drag you down and, and, you know, torpedo everything you try to do. Right. So. Let's do some housekeeping, dude. Yeah. I think we've covered a lot here. Yeah, we have. So, uh, so tell these people what they need to do here real quick. Well, guys, um, we regularly put out a, a a lot of stuff through email. Uh, admittedly, we've fallen behind a little bit on that one. And no excuses. We just have. There's been a lot. You're going to be excited about the stuff that we have coming out. But if you want to get on our email list, um, it's just go to Andy Frisella forward slash subscribe. We're going to be releasing some very, very important information, some great opportunities in the near future. Trust us when we say you're going to want to be on that list. Yeah. You're going to be one of the first people to, to hear about opportunities that we're going to release, opportunities that are going to have time limitations, participation limitations, all that good stuff. So, so definitely um, do that. If by some crazy chance you're not connected with Andy on Instagram, Obviously, Andy Frisella at Andy Frisella on Instagram. You're not really active on anything else, are you? Uh, you got a Facebook I'm, page. Yeah, I'm getting ready to start hitting Facebook hard again. Um, you know, like we talked, there's been a lot of things that I've been putting on the back burner for the sake of the big projects that we have coming out. Um, so, you know, we're start this week. Next, today, today's today will be Thursday. They're listening yeah. to this yeah. Monday. Everything will start cranking up yeah. on Facebook again. Yeah, so. definitely. So, guys, um, we always appreciate uh, your support. For, it'll it'll crank up on, on everything again, including yeah. the email, the YouTube show for Sell a Factor. Um, every, starting next week, we should be back on track with everything. Absolutely. So, yeah, you we always appreciate reviews, um, rankings. You can actually go uh, andyforsella.com forward slash review, and that will give you... Uh, instructions on how to do it if you have an iphone or if you have an android that'll give you instructions on how to do it but guys i mean put a little thought into it sometimes we get 
messages that say, well, I don't know how to figure this out. Dude, do we bring enough value that you could actually take some time to figure out how to yeah. give a review? Just no figure shit. it out and do it. It means well, a lot I'm, to I'm us. I'm literally only giving you the exact things <laughs> I've done to build a fucking $200 You're million right. company. So the reason that's so important to us is that it helps our rankings, which helps our visibility, which helps get the movement out yeah. and spread the movement. So. so guys, in closing, you know, look, we talked about a lot of shit here, all right? But what I what I think you really need to understand, and the main point of this entire podcast is going to come back to what we talked about in the beginning when we talked about politics, or what we talked about now, is you have to be aware. You've got to be able to think for yourself. You can't continue to think like Tommy and Johnny and Billy from the old fucking neighborhood and think that you're going to do that half the time, and then the other half of the time, you're going to go out and be Elon Musk, okay? It's not going to happen. If you want to build success, if you want to fulfill your own true potential, you have to learn to observe and draw your own conclusions. And you have to do that with everything, whether it be your family life, whether it be your business life, whether it be your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, everything. Because until you start to think for yourself and make decisions based upon what you actually think, not what you're being jammed into your ears every single day and into your eyes every single day, you will not be a complete human. You will be a robot, okay? And robots are not happy. Robots don't change the world. Robots don't fulfill their own true potential. And defining who it is you need to be around by observing what it is you want And making those changes is absolutely necessary to you ending up where you want to be. You've got to surround yourself with the right people, the right circumstances, the right thought processes, and most importantly, the right energy all the time. 